Looks like you're saying hold my earrings. Rolling tape! Yeah. Hello there, Podcast Land. My name is Billy. And my name is Christy. And you are listening to the Front Porch Sessions Podcast. My throat hurts. It's <laughs> 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 a great way to get going. It is. I think I strained it on this rolling tape. I, I don't know how so. you do that week in and week out, and it doesn't strain you before now. Normally, it doesn't bother me. It's It looks like something. it should strain. It doesn't, because I'm a professional. My voice is normally trained. I didn't properly warm up. Are you so professional that you don't make mention of making mistakes? (laughs) Do you want me to stop this and then start over? No. We're real. (laughs) We're keeping it real? We're keeping it real. All right, so we've already rolled tape. My name is Billy. Your name is Christy, and Mm -hmm. you're listening to the Front Porch Sessions podcast. If you do us a favor, a solid, if you will. What else could we put in there besides a favor? Can you do us a solid? Can Can you help a brother out? Uh, Sure. Yeah, go ahead and subscribe, rate, and review wherever you may listen to the Front Porch Sessions podcast. And we get talk about ratings. We recommend five stars because we love you five stars, and we would appreciate if you loved us five stars back. If while you're doing stuff for us, go ahead and find us on Instagram. We're the Front Porch Sessions podcast. There you can keep up with us within our stories and our feed, and you can also communicate with us. We are the Front Porch Sessions podcast, where you can send us a direct message, and we both get those so if you've got a question or some feedback we'd love to hear from you again that's the front porch sessions podcast on instagram well how was your week my week was pretty okay i that's i know that feels again as generic as they <laughs> pretty come. okay yeah i mean there's nothing of significance no big let me pull my hair out moments it seems well, that's like that's good yeah that's good i feel like we've sort of hit that stride so to speak of busy and going in a zillion different directions and while the kids musical is over we still have like they immediately went into track so we're still busy and we're figuring all that out so it's been pretty okay i think it's a trick it's the calm before the storm you're not lying there wasn't a whole lot of extra activity yes uh this past week yes uh but that's about to change yes and then looking ahead we have like a couple of crazy weeks built in there yep and then it kind of uh mellows back out for a little bit yes and maybe we'll stay that way we don't know but yes it's a trick. Yeah, I had a friend who contacted me during my birthday week, and they made some comment about, we need to get together, we never see each other. And I was like, yes! And then she was like, okay, so what works? And I was like, oh, probably May. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of looking ahead, and yes, there are going to be some weeks that are less busy, but that does not mean that they are not busy. It's just maybe controlled chaos, if that makes sense. Because this week, when our listeners are listening, when this episode drops, we've got track meet, we've got a birthday, we We've got meetings, we've got a little bit of going in a bunch of different directions, and then it's setting us up for the next week, which will be crazy in its own weirdness, but it's it's just, I don't know, calm before the storm or something like that, like you said, and that I figure as we move towards the end of school for the kids, it's just going to be all hands on deck. We're just going to have to roll with it. I even made the comment to Cooper yesterday that we're just going to have to be really flexible. And then I whispered to him, especially your dad. Wow. <laughs> it wasn't meant to be a dig, but that's I, what it sounds like. I know that's you like, like to know what to expect and uh, you like to be able to plan. And I have this bad feeling that we are just about to get just a small taste of what it's going to be like for them to be maybe in high school when everybody tells us, your plans are not possible anymore that they just rule the roost. 
You know, communication is helpful. Agreed. And I think our kids do as good of a job as they can <laughs> communicating with yeah. us yeah. with what they've been communicated. Yes. So there's a breakdown somewhere else, and yeah. we're not going to get to that today. Well, I'll just say, and this is something that I assume has to be across the board, that we really enjoyed those first years of them being in school. We got over-communicated communicated with and then as they've gotten older that has petered out so to speak and and we're really having to lean on our kids making sure they understand that we aren't getting information elsewhere it's gonna have to come from you and like you said they're doing a really good job but it, it just it's interesting to kind of navigate this period of time where what information they share with us is it's precious <laughs> And we actually, there have been a couple of times that we have gotten information really last minute and we've had to just sort of roll with it. That's fine. But I know there's going to come a point where one or both of us put our hand up and say, nope, we, we cannot, we can't be that flexible. Absolutely. <laughs> and I don't think that makes us bad parents. I think it means we have boundaries and the expectation is that at some point, our kids are going to have to learn that we're going to need them to respect the boundaries as much as we will respect other people's boundaries. We'll do the best we can. We'll do the best we can because that's all we got. That's all we got. <laughs> so what? Uh, how's your week been? It's been good. <laughs> it's been good. Did so. I over-explain? Is that why you're not wanting to respond beyond it's good? I don't know that I really have anything to add to it. it okay. Was a, it was a good week. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Better than some of the others well, <laughs> have been. No, it was a really good week. Okay. Um, I was thinking, I don't remember exactly what you said now. Pretty okay. It was pretty okay. Yeah. So I need to know on our continuum of week evaluations, where yeah. does that fit in? Yeah. You know, I think what we should do in, um, in the first couple of weeks of summer, we should figure out a scale. Mm-hmm. Like a one to ten. That's what I was literally. So just when thinking. we say these things, yep. this is where it fits in, yeah. so we can share because we've been talking about this for almost a yeah. year now. About we say these words and we don't know, but yeah, I think overall it was a pretty good week. Okay, so if we did put so. it into a scale, ten's the best week ever, and zero was you're dead. Like what? Where do you fall with the good? Oh, it's about a two. Oh my goodness, you're <laughs> kidding, right? Let's well, see, your scale and my scale can be very different right now. Oh no. So now I'm thinking. Um, you know, I don't know, is good like in the middle? Right. So it, this is a little bit better than good, but I don't know. I mean, I don't know that it was, I don't know. Okay. It was good. Okay. We'll work on that. Yeah. We, we have to figure, this is going to be difficult. It's going to take some time for us to figure that out. Well, we have my and then, scale and your scale, his and hers. No, I think we'll just come up with a front porch I session agree. scale. I agree. I think that would be easier. And then, so <laughs> when we ask, how was your week? You can just point to the scale. Oh. Oh, you okay. point to the chart. Okay. I mean, you have to actually talk because this, we don't video this right. and show it out right. for that so people won't know what you're pointing to. And there we go. I forgot to take the battery out of that <laughs> clock again. Uh, but yeah, I think it was a good week. It ended on a good note. Yeah. And got to spend uh, some quality time with Coop on our, our own. And, yeah. Um, we ate a lot of chicken and, and donuts <laughs> and, and visited some places, so... Why do you think we don't prioritize that more? Because I love those days, too, where it's where it's one-on-one, -on -one, where we get to spend that time just with one of them. Because there's so much going on with them right now as it is that when we get to the weekend to where we would have the time to do that, <laughs> we're just already tired. Yeah. 
So did we so. wait too long to have kids? Like we wear out a lot oh, easier. We've known that. <laughs> we've known that. So for those of you that are unaware, we were married 10 years before Cooper showed up. Okay. And he really, he just showed up. <laughs> well, he's been here for a while. So we weren't like spring chickens then. No, no. But so look at us now. It's all worked out. Yeah, thank it's goodness. It's all good. But yeah, I don't know where I'm going. Well, I was it's just ask, asking in terms of what, like, we know it's going to be a good time when we get that one-on-one time. Uh, Most of the time it is. Yeah, before we left, we started. I had to stop and get uh, gas and made sure I had air in the tires and some of that. And we kept going, like, do you want to listen to the radio? you want to listen to this podcast I downloaded? And he's like, either is fine. Because I had already said, you're not playing video games the whole go. way over. Yeah. And I downloaded a podcast that we both like. And we started listening to that. And then he started talking, or I started talking. I don't remember. I just cut it off, got the radio back on, yeah. and... Asked him questions most of the way over there. Yeah. We listened to a little bit of it on the way back. but And then he would, as soon as it started, he wouldn't be, say anything for 15 minutes. And then so I put the podcast back on for us to have something to listen to. Uh, and it's on for 20 seconds. And he starts talking. It's like you're traveling with me. And I couldn't hear him. So I'm like, hold on. And I cut everything off. And he tells me the story, mm-hmm. which took like seven seconds. And he's like, that's all. The podcast just reminded me of that. Oh, he should have just been in control of the phone or in control of the pausing function. Maybe. Well, it's it's good when they chat. And that's actually why I just play no music, no nothing in my car for most of the time is either I need to be alone with my thoughts. I like the quiet or so that it does in some way, shape or form help kind of generate some conversation because neither of our kids really love the quiet and so they will get to go in and we've kind of had this conversation before about whichever one of us picks up Callie when I pick her up she starts talking as soon as the door opens her behind is not even in the car she'll start talking and she is talking as she is getting out of the car closing door behind her she just goes non-stop so there's kind of something to be said for how much they talk in the environment that i there have been several times i've told you nope i want to pick up the kids because i want that few minutes with them for me you never know yeah. which kid is going to show up are they going to be the big talker that day uh, and i'm like you've got to quit and get out so i can go back to the office and finish <laughs> up for the day or it's like pulling teeth yeah and there's no rhyme or reason for why days why when i'm with them yeah so yeah, they are better, though, we've talked about this before, one-on-one, when it's the both of them in the car. They they may both talk, but I'm not really getting anything because they're talking over each other or they're fi- finishy, finishing each other's stories. Sandwiches. Like that. No. Sandwiches? Finishing each other's. Oh, aren't you cute? That's from I've Frozen, seen. right? Uh, yes. Yes. I think so. I don't know. Yeah. It's from something I've seen. Yeah, on an... Some guy that was trying to Kristoff is that nope nope is that the reindeer? <laughs> I don't know. No, it was the guy that was trying to make her think that he loved her, but he really didn't. So blah blah. blah. Hines, maybe I don't know. I don't know. I'm just making up names. We'll quit it. <laughs> Next, um, <laughs> I can't think of what's the snowman's name. Uh, Olaf. Olaf. Yes. Olaf. Yes. Okay. So, I sorry, I interrupted you when they're finishing their stories, not sandwiches. Oh, I, I totally forgot we were going somewhere with that. Well, we weren't. You were. Oh, that sounds about right. Yep. 
I'm listening. I'm, I'm done. Listening. Okay. I'm out. You know, this is a lot funnier probably for us sitting here recording this and people actually having to listen to it. I'm thinking it's more funny to you than to me. Confess, but you're over there laughing. <laughs> I'm not the one laughing. Because it's the awkwardness. I feel like if it's if it's super awkward, I feel like I need to laugh. Kind of like uh, the whole okay. kick me story in, in Publix. Um, you kicked me in the store, and I was like, you better laugh so people know that you're just teasing with me. And so you went, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, I didn't really kick you. No, you uh, tapped I, me with your toe. I don't know what yes, to say. Yes, I mean, that's very different than kicking <laughs> you. I didn't say you, like, hauled off and bruised me. I know, but if you told me that somebody kicked you, I'm going <laughs> to think they kicked you, not that they did this weird thing and, you know. <laughs> Brought their leg up and tapped you. This is where you the need the video so, because it's where you, we really, need video. you really want to demonstrate. Right. I did demonstrate. Just nobody can see it but you. Which <laughs> and is funny. just barely for me. Yes. Oh, boy. So, well, well, I'm glad that you had a good week. Well, thank you. And I'm glad you had a pretty okay week. <laughs> it's better than a pretty not okay week. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. So things could be worse. Uh, for real. So, yes. Here we go. Uh, well, word on the street is you have a question for us. I do have a question for us. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls around the world, it is time for Christy's question. All right. Here we go. What makes you weird? What makes me weird? Yes. I'm going to say my parents because they made me. Oh, my goodness. Ba-dum-tsh. There we go. That, that's really your answer? Yeah. What makes me weird? What do you mean? I don't know. With what makes me weird. You can interpret it how you want to. I don't even know how to interpret that. Okay. Uh, what makes me weird? Um, that I don't really care if people think I'm weird. I actually would agree with that. You are perfectly fine making a complete fool of yourself. Oh, yeah. If you have the opportunity, if it's going to potentially embarrass one of your family members, it's even better. Yes, it is. Um, yeah. I think it kind of bothers you to some degree. You've not quite been able to embarrass the kids, but I know you're just on the cusp of it. I, I We're right there. I have embarrassed oh, okay. them. Okay. They don't want to admit it, but there have been a few times. But the things that I really thought would get them haven't gotten them yet. Okay. Or some of the things that I've tried. Okay. So I'm getting on it, but yeah, I guess that's what makes me weird. I don't know. Okay. Well, how would you answer that for me? I, I think it would be that you will make a complete fool of yourself. Yeah, um, if I think it's going to get a laugh, yeah, or if it's you know for the moment, or if it's it's going to serve a bigger purpose, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> That's yeah. okay. You're looking really yeah. perplexed at this question. Yeah, I am. I am. Well, what makes you weird? Um, this is this is pretty hard for me too. I tried to think through it in terms of okay, what is what's weird? Who would say who who would yeah, clarify? Who defines what? weird? Yeah. Um. I think probably what I find amongst my peers, because keep in mind, we are strangers in a strange land. We still, even though we have been uh, here for a while, a long time, we still feel like we are fish out of water. And I think... I'm very much so, yes. (laughs) You had your turn. (laughs) I, I apologize. I think part of that is that I am, I am an introvert. And I can exhibit signs of extroversion really well, which I think makes me decent in the classroom. But then I also, I desperately need the quiet. I need the alone time. And some people get really maybe confused by that. And what's ironic is I don't see it as my students having a hard time with it. It's the other adults who don't sit in my class, but they seem to just have a hard time with me 
needing something different. I don't know. It's hard to explain, but I can watch some of my coworkers and they're processing something I've said or done. And I'm not quite as warm and fuzzy as maybe they think I would be, or I wasn't as, hmm. I'm not as warm and fuzzy right this moment as I was in the morning. I, I think my turning off and on is something that's really weird to people. I don't do it on purpose. It's just, I really just think it's part of that introversion that I need to shut down the on. Okay. <laughs> and it's weird because we have more conversations about introverts and extroverts in today's society than we did 15 years ago. And yet people still don't seem to understand it. Or maybe they don't care as much as I want them to. I know that's a weird thing. Maybe you just give off too much of an inviting vibe. And then when I'm not inviting, you're like, they oh, don't wait. know how to handle it. Yeah. Do you see that in me? This whole um, kind of split personality almost. No, not to the extent that you're describing okay. it. Okay. Because when I found out you were technically an introvert, we had been married for several years. Mm -hmm. And that was a shock to me. So I guess you had hidden it. But you also that. said that there were aspects of our married life that you went, oh, I, I can see that now. I understand oh, that now. Yeah, maybe in the, yeah, maybe. Cause when in it, the bigger picture, but because it, it kind of came out of nowhere, and I wasn't expecting <laughs> when that came out. But you know, I, I it's very well documented. I'm an introvert, but see, I also don't see you like I need time alone no. with this. I, I don't because you, maybe you don't take it. I'm like people, leave me alone. Yeah. I don't. I need to do this, so I don't have like the coworkers coming. But maybe, maybe I'm just a jerk all the time. <laughs> So people don't bother me. People weigh in. Please tell us. No, don't weigh in. Oh, tell okay. Us. All right. All right. <laughs> I think there's something to be said for that, that dichotomy that probably interprets as weird. Okay. I don't know if it's weird, but I think that that's how people read me sometimes. No, I could see why that may, yeah. may be what makes you weird. Or people think that it's weird to you. It's not weird. <laughs> it is what it is. You understand introverts and you've studied some of that stuff. It's yeah. not weird at all. Yeah. I just, I think that there is something with me and I most of the time can't tell when it's coming. It just suddenly hits me like I, I got to power down a little bit. And so some of the time I do try to like close my door, something that's, that signals, okay, I really, I can't have just the walk by because I have a lot of that. You don't have it quite as bad. I don't think, or at least you don't talk about it. But I have people that like walk by and they want to start a conversation. And frankly, when I hit yes. that power down, I don't even want the high. Like I don't want that drive by, which is really extreme and unfortunate. <laughs> yes, it is. Especially to work around it people. Is. So it's probably because I'm on like a higher floor. So it's harder for people to come all the way up there. <laughs> Are you calling people lazy? Yes. Okay, there we go. Or other reasons. I just don't get as because of the floor I'm on, we probably just don't get as much walk-by traffic. Yes, that's very possible. Because of the departments that are there. So yeah. I think that's why I don't have that. It's very possible. You have to purposely come see me. Yeah. People can run across your office by accident. Yeah. Yeah. I am office. My office yeah. is, is near several other larger departments. And so there really are. There's tons of drive-by traffic, so to speak. Uh, pedestrian traffic. How about that? Yes. I hope they're not driving in the... <laughs> In the hallway. <laughs> I've not noticed it so far, so okay. I would say that makes me at least perceived as weird. All right, Portis, what makes you weird? Tell us. And you define weird however you want to define weird. Yeah, and that's okay. Yep, so drop us a, a message on the Instagram. <laughs>
Hit us up on the gram. Slide into those DMs. Oh boy. I know that makes you nervous. It does. Or and I don't feel weird or and something. It maybe shouldn't. Maybe it's not. I'm just trying to show how hip I am to oh, today's lingo. They probably okay. don't even use the word hip anymore. Or lingo. It's probably sus. <laughs> you know. Oh, your daughter is cringing it's, if she's listening right yes, now. I'm definitely not bussing. <laughs> in her opinion. Uh, cap? No. No cap. No cap. Okay. <laughs> no cap. No cap makes no sense. Okay, just go ahead and say no lie. So, what is cap short for, you think? Is it... Capitulation? <laughs> no. Seriously. I don't know what it's short for. But okay. It, no cap means no lie. So, I guess cap means lie. <laughs> well... And... Okay, let me tell you why, folks. <laughs> cap, three letters. Lie, three letters. It's the same amount of time to say the word. So I don't know where they come up with this stuff. And uh, I'm not hip to the lingo. And I'm okay with that. Well, that's so. that's also what makes you a little bit weird, that you don't care. Or is it what makes I you do. amazing? It may be. But I also, when I do, I will use it ironically <laughs> yes. and i will throw it out and you know if it gets a laugh great if not because i'll do it sometimes in class i was gonna ask some of this came up in class recently because mm-hmm. we were talking about how uh, judicial notice and slang and some other things and uh, so i started throwing out these terms and some of them were shocked that i knew what they were i know a lot more than i let on folks <laughs> a whole lot more uh, but then we had a discussion about some of the slang they use. I'm like, I think this is dumb. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense with that. But Well, with that, should I run past you that list of slang from uh, that we did with the girl gang a while back? Maybe this past summer? Do you, you remember any of them? I do. The I remember is, doing that. I don't have written next to the words, the definition. <laughs> no. Maybe we should uh, do that and come up with like, Maybe a different list or things okay. that you think I one of us doesn't, doesn't have. or We'll figure it out. Okay. We'll work on that. And that'll be a game we play on the next episode. Or I the, like it. The next after the next. The next after the next. Coming up soon. <laughs> we will be playing. As non-committal as we can get, Heather. We'll be playing the slang gang. The slang game. Ooh, I like it. The slang. slang. It's hard to say. <laughs> the slang game. There we go. Because you want to say gang, don't you? Yes. Yeah. So, you know, we'll come up. We'll figure out what the rules are. And we'll, we'll each come up with some. Okay. And that's what I'm saying. We'll figure out how we're going to split that up or what we're going to do. Or maybe if we both end up with one on our list, it cancels out. Or okay. Something. Okay. That works. Well, I actually had a question for pontification purposes mm. that kind of goes into this. Perfect. What makes you weird, but it's not really what makes you weird. As if we planned it. It is not planned because not. we actually sat down with no plan today. <laughs> so... Uh, what is something that you have or use or something that we have or use? Mm-hmm. So either you or we as a family that we have or use that other people would think may be a little weird. Hmm. Now, there's a reason I thought of this question about two or three weeks ago. Okay. But it also takes me back several months when we talked about what are some things that you do that maybe are a little unusual or you mm-hmm. don't see a lot of other people doing it. I don't remember what your answers were. I know I said something along the lines, well, when I drop somebody off, mm-hmm. I wait until they yes. go inside. Yes. Uh, I typically don't leave the house if my clothes aren't ironed. <laughs> Some of those type of yeah. things. So is there something that you have that you own mm-hmm. or that you use on a regular basis that 
other people without knowing the full context of it may think, man, that sounds a little weird. <laughs> As you, you pontificate over there and we have silence. Well, we do have like, first off, if we still used it, you used to have, and we used it very regularly. I don't know what it's called, but it was the shirt press. Do you remember when we first moved, you bought... Oh, yeah, we had it bought an iron. Yes. It was a, a press iron. Yes. Because there's not a, a good cleaners yeah. close by. Yeah. So we bought that. Um, yeah, we still have it. Okay. I would love to use it. The problem is the co- iron, the cover, mm-hmm. you washed it, uh-huh. and which it needed to be washed, but it's never gone back to its right. So if you use it, it leaves creases and stuff in there. And I've looked a couple of times and haven't been able to find the right size to put on there. We should look again. So we should look again. Yeah. So yeah, it's a heat press, both sides of it. You yeah. put it in and I don't know that it really took uh, that it made things a lot quicker. But it sure was slick. It was. Yeah. I think so, that's yeah. that's kind of an odd thing that I, I don't imagine many people have. Probably don't. Yeah. I hadn't, <laughs> I hadn't even thought about that one. But that's, it's been a while. Yeah. Hmm. And both sides heat up. Yeah. Well, and then you bought me for my birthday an embroidery machine. I don't know that this really fits your question because I've only had it for a week and I've only used it a handful of times so far. Although I will tell you, just in the last few days, I've started kind of dreaming about, oh, I could do this and I could do that. Kind of thinking about like baby gifts that... um, like mm. get burp cloths and then embroider names or something yeah. like that on it. We've created a monster. Well, we'll see. It's but it's I did talk to my parents and they said, or my mom said, it looks like Christy's really enjoying her embroidery machine. And I said, well, she's only practiced with it so far. She hadn't pulled yeah. it out this weekend, but yeah. But don't we know other people that have one? Yes. Just not necessarily, I mean, it's probably not as common as a sewing machine, but. Right, right. I don't imagine that a ton of people have them. And that that's the only reason I said that. Okay. Um, I think that it's, I think it'll be really cool. And I even thought, okay, I, I've got a lot more practice to do because I really want to be comfortable before I start purchasing things to embroider to give as gifts. Right. No, I get that. So, so. if we have some old old uh, hand towels yes. or a, I had a shirt that yes. I was like, oh, this time to throw this one away. And I knew that was coming, so I hung on to that. And so you've yeah. been doing some stuff on it. Yeah, so. super cool. I love it. It's going to be a lot okay. of fun. And now I really, you and I have talked about this a little bit, that that'll come a lot more during the summer when there's a little less time crunch and that I could pull it out and leave it out for a while. Because when summer comes, we'll eat outside almost all the time. And so I'll be able mm. to kind of leave it on the dining right. room table. That becomes important. I yeah. understand that. Hmm, but what else? We have two shredders. <laughs> Yes, and we're not really sure about that. But I don't, I mean, is that really strange? People it's strange ha- to have two. Is it? I think so. Okay. <laughs> Just for a common family to have two. And it's not like we've got one on different floors or in different rooms. I mean, we do have it in different rooms, but that's just for storage purposes. Right, okay. <laughs> so I think that's a little weird. Mm. For some reason, I don't find it being that weird. Oh. <laughs> Which does give us a better sense of why we're weird, that we're like, oh, no, this is perfectly fine. I think maybe we bought one and one was given to yes, us. Yes, And I don't know if the time frame overlapped that closely or <laughs> if it was a situation where to one of them we thought may have gone out. Mm, and so we were going to look at it and then, oh, it just needed a break from us using it or something. Which I don't is know. totally possible. Um, 
Oh gosh, like we do have some kind of strange things. Uh, you have a pressure watch washer, which I know people have that. Yeah, but, that's not strange. Though. But how many people do you know in our town that have one? Seriously. Okay, I would have to ask. I'd have to check because okay. I don't know that many people in our little town. Okay. Okay. Um, so you really think it's not all that weird? No, I don't think a pressure washer is that weird. Okay. All like right. Porchies, tell us. Do y'all have pressure washers? <laughs> we want to know. Um, hmm. And for some of you, does your family, though? Because we have some that are maybe in college or just got out, and they're like, well, I don't have one. Well, if your dad has one and you basically live at home, yes, it counts. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So, yeah, I don't think the pressure washer is, is weird. Okay. Well, then I should yeah. quit talking and let you talk. Because no, I, you... I just, I'm interested in seeing this list that you keep coming up with. Well, so. it's unfortunate that right now, which this does go back to something you complain about with me that I don't really have. I don't have hobbies quite in the traditional way. But we just got you one. Well, yes, but I've already named that. Okay. So I also think about, um, like, you have a generator. Like, I recognize. I don't have a generator. I thought you had one in the garage. No. You have an air we have an air compressor. Air compressor. But see, that's not strange to me either. <laughs> Our neighbor has one. Our friends around have one. Do you really think that the average ordinary family has an air compressor? Yes. Really? Yes. That seems so preposterous to me. Okay. Okay. It doesn't to me. I mean, maybe because I grew up with them, but I, my parents have one. Your parents have one. Your brother has one. Our neighbor has one. Okay, my uh, dad. Our good friend has one. No. You know, I can just name people <laughs> that have one. So it's all about who we spend time around. No, I think air compressors are more common than you're thinking. <laughs> okay. All right. That one I got to hear from people as well. I don't know. But if you want to get us get us a generator, no. I don't know what we would use it for, no. but yes, I'll take one. No. No, 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 no. Okay, let's hmm. see. What else uh, might be weird? I think what I was thinking was nothing along those lines. And one of the things that I thought that we have or that we use that other people may think is weird is not as weird as I initially thought. Okay. With that, and again, you're going to get on to me because the people I know that have it are my family. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when we buy aluminum foil mm-hmm. and cling wrap, mm-hmm. we buy like 500 yards at a time or something from the warehouse club. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we go through it. Yeah. So it makes more sense to have that. Uh, but what made me think this question a couple of weeks ago is I don't remember what I was preparing. But we use a lot of boats. Yes. And I assume that the average household doesn't have boats. You should explain what a boat is. A boat is a thing that floats in water. Stop it. And that you do not let me own. Right. Okay. So, okay. So here, a boat is a container that you put food in. Mm -hmm. So think about some restaurants will use this, Mm -hmm. uh, food trucks. Yeah. Uh, those type of things. Not only do we have the two-pound boats, which are the smaller <laughs> boats, we have the three-pound boats, which are larger boats. And we use them all And we the use them all the time. time. And I think most people don't use boats. So maybe you have a bowl or a paper plate yeah. that you use. We hardly ever buy uh, paper bowls or no. plastic styrofoam bowls yeah. anymore. Occasionally we will. Yeah. Has to be very specific. Yeah, if we're having a group over and it's like a lot of soups or those type of yeah. things, but we just use boats. Yeah. And I think part of it is a lot of what we eat goes well in those boats. 
<laughs> and sometimes I do it for the aesthetic mm-hmm. and the visual aspect of it. And other times, you just don't really feel like washing dishes. Yeah. So, but it doesn't make sense to use a paper plate. Right. With that. So sometimes, even when we use roll plates, sometimes we'll use a boat to put the salad in. Yes. Instead of getting the salad plate out. Yes. Or something. But like nachos, <laughs> we'll use a boat. <laughs> yeah. Locomoco, we'll use a boat. Yeah. Um, shrimp, sometimes we'll use a boat. <laughs> sometimes we we'll just use the table. But You also use baskets. Yeah. plastic food baskets. Yeah, what, hold on. Before we get to that, what else do we put in the boat? So I know, and sometimes like for breakfast, if we're, uh, particularly Sunday morning, for having like muffins mm-hmm. or cinnamon rolls or yes. something, we'll just throw them in the boat. Because we have those, we don't get the small paper plates it anymore. It sounds really preposterous if you say, as you say, throw it in a boat. Yeah. <laughs> if we have muffins, we just throw them in a boat. But I don't think, <laughs> I don't think that, I don't think regular people. Regular people. <laughs> you know, have two boxes of boats no. in their house that and they we use. have and want both sizes yes because it, all the time yes you need that sometimes we'll do um like a poutine type thing okay and we don't use the cheese curds we use other cheese but so you throw your fries in there and your mm-hmm. gravy and your cheese on it there you go yeah with that so we use those a lot yeah we really that. do and sometimes i'll even do them for the prep work Yes. So if I need to chop up a bunch of stuff to go, instead of getting something out, I'll just put them in the boat. <laughs> and then I'll put the boat in the, the pot or the skillet when the time comes. Because, folks, you should do all your as much of your prep before you actually start cooking. It makes everything go much smoother. Yes. But that's another story for another day. Uh, but so then I'll just use that for the prep work and then throw the boat away when I'm done. Yeah, and I'm actually really grateful for it. Uh, I've tried to make a practice over the last several years that you you cook the lion's share of the meals, and then I try to clean up. And I used to think if there was a dish that you could dirty as you prepared a meal, you did. And it was really incredible. But now I think you've gotten, you've just gotten better. You've kind of learned how to do things in a way that you're not. I'm going to go back to using every possible dish. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? Or did that ever register with you? No, because I don't think I used as many as you think I did. You were not doing the dishes at that point. But it's this idea of, I think it's mise en place. And translated from the French, it's everything's in its place. Oh, so you chop all your stuff first, ladies and, and gentlemen. And it it's in the place that you need it. So when it's time to cook, boom, there it is. You have it. You get fun and education. It is. What's that so, French word again? Mise en place. Yes. Are you saying it correctly? I have no idea. I'm, I'm not French. <laughs> I, I wasn't being critical. I, I was just asking if it was like I, with a French inflection. Like that's how I've heard it said. Okay. And I could be wrong because I may have misheard or people that I heard it from were wrong. But. <laughs> Yes, I have so many questions now. You can. You're welcome to look it up. No, no, no. That's so, okay. But yeah, so we do that, and I think the boats are now the plastic baskets. They may seem weird to some people, but I don't know if there's going to be as weird as you think. Not as weird as the boats. Yeah. Right. So we do have like the plastic picnic baskets, which we also buy uh, wax paper. <laughs> In boxes. In bulk. Like in the sheets. Yes. And, and we, we've run out. What are we going to do? I think we have a box downstairs. Oh, good. Uh, so we have that and we Christ have we have foil <laughs> sheets in the box that you just pull out. So we re- basically are running some sort of uh, short order restaurant yeah. at, out of our house with the way that we do things here. But um, yeah, so we have that. The baskets and you know, a lot of times like burger night. Yes. We'll put the burgers and fries in the basket yep. with that. Yeah. Uh, and of course, you use the wax paper to keep the basket from getting all yes. dirty. 
Yes. And messed up. You still have to wash it sometimes. Yeah. And it, there it is an aesthetic through, with it. It is. It's easy. You know, I think people may have those and they use them in the summer for like picnics and stuff. Yep. We use ours year round. <laughs> we definitely do. Uh, so probably most of the weird things that we have or use are probably going to end up being food related if we keep going. But That's true. You know, I think some of them are more commonplace. Uh, ramekins, I don't think would be falling that weird uh, situation. No, but probably yeah, but we, 25 years ago, that would have been well, like really reserved for the big time. Like when we first got them? Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. I think those are more... Now, what we may <laughs> what we, well, we may run into this is we also have... I think they're technically still called ramekins, but we have the small metal ramekins yeah. Yeah. that we use for like sauces. Yes. Like what you see in a restaurant that you've ordered a burger and fries and they bring you ketchup in this little metal cup. Right. That's what we've got. So. And we use those all the time. We do. Yes, regularly. Yeah. So that might be a little weird. I think the regular type of ramekins, maybe not so weird. Because you can make, you know, little cakes in those or use them as your ice cream bowls or things of that nature. I think what's going to be interesting is when our kids get out into the real world and they realize that not everyone uses boats all the time and not everybody uses these little metal bowl or uh, cups for their ketchup. Like they're going to be like, well, what do I put the ketchup in? (laughs) Right. I think there's just going to be some things that they're going to be like. Do you think oh. they're going to be messed up? Because I do try to make the presentation of their <laughs> meal look decent. I mean, I don't. Sometimes I may go overboard with it. So if we have like a, a gumbo, <laughs> the first serving of the gumbo uh-huh. or sometimes the red beans of rice, I will take one of those smaller metal ramekins, and that's where the rice goes, uh-huh. and it's packed in, so it's a nice little shape, and it goes in the center of the bowl, and then you kind of put the gumbo or the red beans around it, uh-huh. so it looks pretty. Now, the second one, you know, get whatever you want, however you want it, but yeah, yeah. do you think we're messing up, I'm messing up our kids for the future? I think that it's They're going to be like, of, I'm not eating this, it doesn't look pretty. It's a mixed bag, because there may be some level of... Oh, it's not, it's not the way my dad would have done it. But the other part of it is they may be so elated to be able to eat right off the bat and not have to wait for you to take a picture of your fancy pretty food. <laughs> but they can always eat. But I you know what I mean? The like they're going to be like, you're not taking a picture? This is re- like, even if they go out somewhere else, they're like, this is really pretty. Are, did you take a picture? <laughs> okay. What's your food account? Can I follow you? <laughs> it's important. I know. I'm just teasing you because this really is... I, I try to wait on you, although I will say the last few weeks I've sort of been like, forget it, because <laughs> there have been times that we've waited on, or I've waited on you, and the kids are like, they know it's time to eat, so they're going to eat. We've prayed, it's time to eat, let's do it. But uh, sometimes I'll wait on you, and then um, I think that it's kind of an interesting little phenomenon, and you do not do it for other people. Like, this is for you. You really enjoy styling food. I keep waiting well, for somebody to contact you one day. And, and part like, of it's for my food blog. That I got to have the pictures for it. But you do not write on your food blog. I checked your f- food blog yesterday. Yeah, but, you know, the, the gram is also a blog of oh. the pictures with that. Are you using that word correctly? <laughs> <laughs> well, when I see other people and it says personal blog, uh-huh. I can call my Instagram my food blog. It's not a link to another blog, like to an actual website? <laughs> I, I think it is. <laughs> 
it is. But I really did so. check. Are you happy that I actually checked? I'm shocked. Well, I checked it. She's calling I, me out, folks. I am, because you've not posted to it since at least last summer. And no, no, that's not true, because all the pictures from Instagram automatically go there. Oh. So they, there are posts. It's just not me writing stuff on there. <laughs> okay. All right. That makes better sense. I okay. hope to eventually get that side of things going. Okay. Because I decided, well, I think I'm just going to, I bookmarked it on okay. my phone so that it's not, I've had that tab open for over a year now in my phone. Okay. <laughs> so I bookmarked it. And the it. first time you've checked it in over a year. No, So that's you don't not care true. about me. Stop hand. it. Okay. <laughs> so, man, we digress. No. But what else do we have that you can think of that's weird well, I, or unusual? Obviously, I don't think it's weird because we have it. Well, unusual. would other people think it's unusual or weird? I don't know. Okay. I don't. I really don't know. Okay. With that. And there are things I think we have that people don't think are weird, but they may not buy them themselves. Okay. All right. <laughs> I think there's probably stuff that I've purchased for you that I keep coming back to, like the, the button making machine thing. Like who else has one of those? And if you tell me, oh, well, tons of people have it, I'm going to make you cite your source. Somebody at the kid's school has it because they'll take their pictures and then sell us their buttons. Okay. So, one person. One person. Yeah. And I actually used that this past week. Oh, very good. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm I'm trying to uh, test out some stuff for okay. the for but podcast buttons actually. Okay. All right. The first test was close to working right. Okay. Yeah, uh, but yeah. Okay. I like it. A lot of it. trial and error well, going on. That's that's kind of part of it. We're hardcore DIY. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that you are um, particular. Uh, Boy, yeah, this just needs to be close enough. <laughs> okay. Gitmo. Oh, okay. We're Gitmoing it. What's Gitmo? Good enough time to move on. Oh, I have never heard that before. You've never heard that? No. I could have swore we talked about it on the podcast once. <laughs> well, we may have, and I've forgotten. Well, okay. I do not remember that at all. Do you remember all. talking about nine traits, nine essential traits of leadership? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Did you put a post on our uh, <coughs> Instagram, the Front Porch Sessions podcast, that reflected that we had we dropped a thoughts on? No, I didn't. What? Because we we don't really advertise those. Oh, I thought we did. Those are for the hardcore. We did. We might have in the very beginning, but I don't think we really have promoted those. Oh. Because those are for the hardcore, dedicated listeners that want to improve their lives. What? I don't know. I was gonna say I don't think that's necessarily true. I think that we want everyone to be interested, at least. We do. We if, want everybody to be better leaders. <laughs> even if they don't listen, I think there's some value to knowing that it's there. <laughs> okay. Well. <laughs> We can we can go back to some of that maybe. Okay. All right. So, uh, Porchies, are lots of things for you to answer. What's something weird that you have or that you use uh, somewhat regularly? I guess because <laughs> we all have that one thing that we bought once because we needed it and we never used it again. We don't know anybody else that has it or something of that nature. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. What weird thing do you have or, or use or? <laughs> See, I, that in today's world, that's not weird or unusual. You're probably right. How many podcasts do you think are out there? Millions. I agree. I don't know. I've seen some numbers uh-huh. uh, when we were first getting going, and I was trying to check into some things, but I don't remember what they were. Right. So Millions. it's a lot. Like every, it is a lot. Every Joe has one, pretty much. Yes, and some of them are very short runs. Oh, okay. 
sometimes I think they just have, oh, this is what I want to talk about, and it's six episodes, and I'm done, and they never go back to it. I think others have it, and they do like one or two episodes, and they realize, oh, this is difficult. Oh. <laughs> this takes a lot more time, and they just abandon it. Oh. But it's still out there yeah. for you to listen to. They they need a Billy in their life, someone that is going to figure it out and is going to, for some reason, keep doing it week after week. You know, for the right price, I am available to produce your podcast. There you go. There yes. you go. Do you realize we will, in a few months, celebrate our two-year anniversary of the Front Porch Sessions podcast? Oh, I was about to say, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> the other 20-some-odd years have just been practiced. Okay. Yeah. Yes, I do know that. Yeah, I two do years. Know that Did I... you think we would do two years? Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't stop coughing. I feel like um, I breathed in flour earlier today, so I've kind of been <laughs> in the same boat. Like, I keep wanting to cough. Um... You know, when we started, I didn't know how long we would go. Okay. So, yeah, I, d- I don't know. I don't know I'd that. have to think about that. You probably didn't think we'd make it that long. No, but I'm really glad we did. Not because of something in terms of like, oh, it's just so rewarding. I just genuinely enjoy this time with you. Aww. That it's dedicated. The kids know this is this is not time to wander in and out. This is not time to ask a zillion questions or to share random seven-second <laughs> so, stories. So what you're saying is the... The recording of the podcast episodes are our long time every week. Kind of. This is our date night. Kind of. Oh, okay. We've had that very same conversation. Okay. Like there's other things that we'll go to and we get there a few minutes early. And if the kids are in another place, it's literally those few seconds. We're like, Catch okay, up. let's yes. sync our calendars. Yes. And we talk probably not into nothing yeah. just to get that time in. <laughs> Yes, that's true. I really thought we so. would out the kids would outgrow that, but I think part of it is actually a testament to the family life we've built that they enjoy us, we enjoy them, and so we there's almost this unspoken expectation that we will be around each other all the time when we can, and so. But we don't have to be. We do not, we and I need some of that off time. <laughs> I get it. Okay, did we ever actually finish what this last part of the porchy question was? As far as like... If a, something weird or yeah. that they have or I don't know, use. but you can go again. Okay. So if Porchies, what's something weird that you have or use regularly that you don't necessarily think it's weird. It's just commonplace mm-hmm. like us using the boats. Mm-hmm. And But you know, when people come over and eat, they don't think anything about the boats. Yeah. I don't think anybody's ever said anything to us No, about they it. haven't. And they probably think, oh, maybe they just picked these up because True. we're coming over. True. Not that we have a box, full box of them. We're like 500, <laughs> 750 at a time. <laughs> Yeah. That we go through. And we go through several boxes a year. Yeah. But we also, I mean, you throw some mac and cheese and fit some smoked uh, pork, some pulled pork on there, mm. barbecue sauce. Stop. It just works. Listen. It just works. So, oh yeah, let goodness. us know. Hit us up in the DMs there. Slide on into our DMs <laughs> on the Instagram. Come on. Front Porch Sessions Podcast. Send us a direct message because she go. doesn't like me asking you to slide into our DMs. I need to look that up because if there's nothing sinister or inappropriate about it, I need to chill out. Yeah, I think it, you know people hitting on people oh, okay. is where that kind of come from, okay. came from. So we don't want anybody to hit on us, but we do want no. them to share with yes, us. Yes, we do want them to share with okay. us. Okay, all right. So since I, I had something else that I just had wrote down after we started recording, I think we'll do it another time. <laughs> Uh, because it'll take longer. I was going to say, Heather is rolling her eyes. No, it will take longer. (laughs) And then, you know, maybe we just save that for when Heather's on. (gasps) Excuse me. We save that for when sister-in-law Heather's on. There we go. People become characters on our show. They're real life people, but they take on these names. Yes. 
Yeah, uh, sister-in-law Heather, cousin <laughs> Nicole. When I see them, I don't call them those names. Well, but we maybe should. Maybe we should. So everybody I was else talking know. about mm-hmm. Super Nurse Haley the other day in like real life, and I actually kept referring to her as Super Nurse Haley, <laughs> and nobody corrected me. <laughs> nobody stopped and was like, "Why are you saying that?" It just that's what I call her. That is, I I'm trying to think if I've even like okay. called her that. Because we exchange polos pretty regularly. I don't know I if I've said that, that to her, but anyway. See, I, I, this situation is not going to happen because of uh, longevity of relationships and intensity mm-hmm. of those relationships. But years ago, like 20 years ago when you were uh, recruiting mm-hmm. and I would meet people, mm-hmm. I would like give them nicknames to help me keep them straight. Because oh, no. most of the time, I never ran into them again. Right. But when you were talking about them, I'd say, oh, it's so-so. Well, there's a couple that I gave their <laughs> nicknames. And I could never remember their real names. Right, right. And then it's like, oh, I'm now in this situation to where I need to actually know your real name. I don't know it. Can you think of some examples? I, I can, but I'm not going to give them on the air. I mean, they're nothing bad. I know. They're nothing bad. You're not that kind of person. So I knew so, it wasn't that. Like, I'm yeah. excited to hear what this is. Oh, so. no. Yeah. No, you'll, you'll remember some of them. Okay. And you'll remember their real names. And one of them, I actually remember a real name now. Oh. So... All this um, talk got you back on track. Yes. So let me ask you a couple of questions, okay. and then we'll uh, we'll lead this into the the dreaded question for you. Okay. So uh, we're just going to assume these. Uh, where I'm interviewing you, mm-hmm. you're interviewing for a new job. Which, by the way, folks, nobody has come through with the job offer <laughs> at the beach. <laughs> I requested that months ago. Mm-hmm. Nobody, right. nobody has has come out. You know, okay. a year ago, I was looking for something. A porch, he was like, I got you. And, and they, they give me your address and they sent me what I need, bottle in the smoke. Yes. Okay, so I've got that, that music. I've requested somebody to help me get a job at the beach. Nobody's <laughs> come through yet. You guys have let me down. Look, I can do some shrimping in the morning mm. and I can do some lawyering in the afternoon. Ooh. I mean, I'm, I'm open. Yeah. Would you go to work in shorts? Well, if I'm shrimping, yeah. Okay. If I'm lawyering, no, because that's a no-no. Oh, that's what I meant. Like, would you go from the shrimp boat? Like, you'd probably have to shower. I would probably shower okay. with that. Okay. Either that or I'd just throw on a coat and tie and head right to court <laughs> smelling like shrimp. You Ooh, do what you got to do. It might be actually do. an effective way to be a winner in court. Maybe. Hmm. Maybe. I'm just, hey, look, options are wide open there. There's a TV show in there, I think. So. <laughs> I did see, I ran across, I wasn't looking, but I ran across something months ago about a donut maker at the beach. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I'm like, wait a minute. Don't threaten me with a good time. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let me just ask you a couple of these questions, and I'm going to try to save this, and we'll come back to them, to the rest of the questions later. So these are interview questions. Okay. So you're interviewing here uh, for a job. Mm-hmm. Allegedly, some of these have been used at big-time corporations. Oh, okay. Uh, and I haven't read through these yet, so I don't know what I'm getting. Oh, boy. So how would you solve problems... If you were from Mars. <laughs> I wouldn't have any problems because I'd be the only person there. There's no life on Mars. so. No, 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 no. How would you solve problems if you were from Mars? I Okay, I see you're taking it like you live on Mars. But I'm talking about what if you're, you're here trying to get a job for me, but oh. you're coming from Mars. How would you solve problems? Oh, my gosh. Allegedly, this has been asked in interviews by Amazon. <laughs> if I was from Mars? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I have no idea where to even go. I, I really don't. What about you? Would you have an answer for that? Well, I've never been on Mars, so I don't know. I don't know what it's like on Mars. <laughs> I would try to separate 
the Mars problems from my Earth problems and maybe do some research and figure out what it is. And now, if I have some knowledge from Mars that can help with these Earth problems that I could apply, I would definitely do that. But the problems on Mars are probably going to be very different than the problems on Earth. And then you look for the similarities and how you can help. It's the same thing with looking between different countries. I'm wondering if they are just trying to throw you off with one phrase from Mars. And they're really just looking to see, can you hone in on the major component of the question, which is how to use problem solve? Well, here it says an ideal candidate might say, if I were on Mars, they'd likely have their own problems separate from those on Earth. First, I'd conduct research to determine the cause and effect and then offer potential solutions. <laughs> okay. So you're trying, hey, I don't know. We, we can read the rest of the That's explanation right. and analysis at a different time. Okay, so now I'm interviewing you for a different job. Okay. <laughs> what do you think of garden gnomes? <laughs> hmm. They oh. are festive and jolly. Okay. Allegedly, <laughs> this question has been asked in interviews by Trader Joe's. Okay. What's you know, the may, right answer? I, there is no right answer to this. There has to be. They have to be looking for something. Right here it says there is no right answer to this question. Maybe it's intended to loosen them up a little bit to okay. see what kind of answers you're going to have if you're jovial or, or what. Okay. Or how do they handle curveballs. Okay. I get that. Why are manholes round? <laughs> UBS, the Swiss multinational investment bank, asks this sneakily insightful question in operations interviews. Hmm. Why are manholes round? I don't know. Hmm. Okay. Uh, an ideal candidate will think the question through and provide a thoughtful answer like this one. A round manhole cover can't fall through the round manhole opening. A square cover, on the other hand, could fit diagonally through the opening and fall through. Additionally, a circular cover fits easily and can be removed easily without much precision or rotating. Hmm. So looks at the uh, candidate's ability to see the necessity of certain solutions and ideally apply those same problem-solving skills to their own role. Okay. All that's, right. That's a, that's a weird one. Yeah. Here's a, uh, a question that has allegedly been asked in some from someplace I don't know what it is, so I'm okay. not even going to tell you where it is. Okay. But here's the question. Okay. You've been given an elephant. You can't give it away or sell it. Okay. What would you do with the elephant? Is it really bad that my first impulse was to say eat it? Well, maybe. <laughs> well, because there is that, uh, it's not really a joke, but it's sort of this, this question. How do you eat an yes. elephant? Yes, one bite at a time. Um, <laughs> what would you do with it? You can't, what are the two things you can't do? You cannot give it away or sell it. Huh. So basically, you have to keep this elephant. Oh, my. I, again... I do not know. This is so bizarre. Yeah, it is. I'm wondering if that is the whole point. Is there's there's not a right answer. You're just trying to get somebody to can you think on your feet, which I cannot. Okay, so that may hurt you. Maybe write it to work or, you know, <laughs> go downtown and charge people five bucks to sit on it or something. Mm. I don't know. Use the dung for gardening? <laughs> no, sell it. Sell it. Okay. Sell it to other people. Now, I don't know. Is it as good as chicken poop? I have no idea. 
Why are we talking about poop? You brought it up, girl. Can we stop? All right. Here's here's the last one. Okay. And I'll have some other questions in the in the next several podcasts, maybe, okay. as we go through this. And I don't know how many questions are on this, but they, they do get in some different type of questionings here. Okay. Okay. But here we go. You're interviewing for a job. Mm-hmm. If you were a tree, what kind of tree would you be and why? Okay. If you were a tree, what kind of tree would you be and why? And allegedly, this question is asked at Walgreens. Okay. First, let me say, is Sam is Sam somewhere in this uh, list of questions? Because she always came up with the most oh. profoundly unique and original ideas as far as questions go. Um, I think that I would probably pick Sequoia because the mighty Sequoia has been around for a long time. Tall, okay. strong, um seen a lot, okay. experienced a lot, yeah. and survived a lot. I think that's a good answer. I like That's that. a very good answer. See, you would do fine on that question. On that one question. So one out of Get four. A job you at have Walgreens. One out of four <laughs> interview questions here. You you did very well. And I'm going to ask these questions next time we uh, hire an intern. Okay. They're going to have to answer some of these questions. <laughs> so what Last would time answer? I didn't use these questions for the intern, and I had to let them go. Well, what would your answer be to the tree question? I think I would be a palm tree. Oh, oh, you just want to be at the beach. Because they live at the beach. There you go. And that's an okay answer too, right? Yes. Okay. I mean, I, I think the sequoia is good. Maybe like the, the oak tree, strong and dependable mm-hmm. or whatever with that. What about a uh, pine too, right? Because they, st- or no, an evergreen. They stay green Evergreen around. would be good. Yeah. See, I would stay away from saying a pine tree. Okay. Uh, because what does that mean? Yeah, you know, if you're looking at, you know, old growth pine tree and uh-huh. the way that it used to be, yeah, I think that's good. But if we're looking at pine trees now, the way they grow them to, enter, to make uh, wood, mm. yeah, to make wood. <laughs> but, you know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> to, to use for lumber and, yeah. and for different things, uh, it's more of a soft wood and yeah. it's a little bit harder. So I don't know that that would be the, it's the best soft answer. Wood that's a little bit harder. <laughs> harder to, to answer that. Yeah, I was trying to gloss over that. Because I didn't know exactly where I was going with that statement. And, and sister-in-law Heather is going to point that one out, Yes, too. I know what I was going to mean by that. I just don't know how to say it. Uh, but I think I'm going to stick with the palm tree because okay. it's at the beach. I like that answer. And I 100% love the beach. Yes. And I think my new goal is to move to the beach. Okay. I don't know how I'm going to get there. <laughs> It, it always kind of freaks me out when you talk about... How we're going to get yes, there. Yes, there we go. When you do that whole, I'm going to move to the beach. I'm like, hi, package deal. <laughs> well, a couple of years ago, a friend of ours suggested that we several of us move to the beach. Uh-huh. And that we would have... Uh, that And part of it was on me, that I would serve barbecue. Yeah, So yeah. it would be like Billy's Beachside Barbecue, and that... You and, and some of the others would do this other thing. and But I, I think also, like, at one point, I had to still go practice law. I don't remember all the story here. <laughs> Frankly, this sounds like a Cooper creation. But like, it wasn't a Cooper thing. No, but you know what I mean? Like, he always has these, like, yes. and then you'll do this. And oh, and you're still going to be a lawyer. Like, he wants right. you to work through all those things. So, right. yeah, <laughs> that's good stuff. All right. So those are some good questions there. Yeah. Well, um which was is more fun, answering those interview questions that are strange or the dreaded question for you, how was your week? <sighs> no, we've already asked that question. <laughs> the real dreaded question is, what's new with you? 
What's new with me? What's new with you? Well, I've got several things, but I think I'll just go with my favorite. And right now that is that I finished a book by James Clear called Atomic Habits. And you purchased the book for me. See what? Yes. I liked it so much that uh, you went into the big city with Coop. Y'all made a day of it. And you made a special top stop to purchase this book for me. And I can't wait to reread it so that I can highlight and make notes in it. Because in my mind, I'm thinking that is a thoughts on in the making right there. Don't you think? <laughs> yes, I think so. I think we will end up uh, dissecting that probably... We'll talk a little bit about the concepts before, mm-hmm. but I think we both need to actually reread it, read mm-hmm. it maybe for the first time. Because uh, <laughs> you're really not sure if you've read it or not. No, I have. Oh. I, I re-listened to it this past week Okay, when so, you told me that you had it, but I think oh. I've already listened to it before. Uh, but there are a couple of books out there that I think you can listen to them and it gives you a good idea, but you really need to go back yeah. and read it or be able to read passages Oh, of I it. see. Yeah. So you can mark. And I think that's where we're going to get in with some of this thoughts on yeah. stuff uh, down the road, it. dissecting it just, that. It's so incredible because <laughs> I went into it thinking uh, it. he had been referenced by um, Brene Brown, who I listen to her podcast from time to time, read a couple of her books. And she made mention of him. And I was like, huh, I should look this guy up. And when I saw the name of the book, I pictured something very different. Atomic, in my mind, meant big, like atomic bomb. Because I just finished talking about the atomic bomb in one of my classes. So in my head, it was big. And so, like the first chapter, he'd already blown my mind. (laughs) So would you say that he dropped a bomb on you? He did. He did. Because he's talking about it on the atomic level. So small habits. And I told you that pretty much since I've read it, I have been filtering a number of things through those lenses. And it, it's been a really good experiment for me that I'm excited to go back through the book again and, and to try to work through some of those ideas. Cause I don't think it's wrong. And then he talks a little bit about how you could do some of that with your kids, which I think our kids are great age to have some of those conversations with them as well. And I think I have listened to the book before, but again, it's one of those things I don't know. There were aspects of it that sound very familiar <laughs> that he was talking through with that. Uh, but I had saw a post that he was on that a podcast. Mm-hmm. And there was something with the words that were said there, because it wasn't a picture of him. I don't know what he looks like, but it was a quote and mm-hmm. attributed to him and that it's on this podcast. So that intrigued me enough to go listen to the podcast mm-hmm. with him. And I think after that... I downloaded Atomic Habits and listened to it then. Yeah. And just moved on with my day and didn't think any anything about it. So when you mentioned I'm like, oh yeah, I'll listen to that. I you know what I could probably do is I write all those books down. You do, yeah. I haven't written the last couple down, which I so I need to so I could probably go back yeah. and look in my calendar yeah. and see if I did or if it's just that some of the things in the book are also stories that he told on various podcasts, yeah. and that's where I'm thinking of. It's very possible. And if you've not read it, I highly recommend you consider looking for there goes it. the clock again. I know. <laughs> um, the, it's just a great book. It's an easy read. He does a lot of storytelling with a lot of data, with a lot of connective tissue. I just, I really thoroughly enjoyed it. It was not overly long. It was not overly burdensome. You don't feel like you've got to be an expert in that field to get anything out of it. I really even thought 
I wonder how much of this we could get the kids to read. Some of that stuff mm. might really resonate with them as they're trying to become better in the sports that they're they're participating in now or uh, the the acting and the music that they're trying to do. Like how much of that would be really beneficial to them. So if you've not read it, highly recommend it. Um, or if nothing else, you don't feel like you've got time for it, then yeah, go find the podcast. Uh, the one I'm referencing is with Brene Brown, but I, I'm sure he's been on others. I'm positive he's been on others because he just is that good. Okay, very quickly, if you could give us, our, all of us, mm-hmm. me, our Porchies, the random listener that downloads, uh, can one takeaway from the book. Hmm. Put you on the spot here. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh-huh. he does have like four steps, not steps, but like four things to think about. And um, he talked about tying things together. So uh, specifically, like I was thinking, one of the examples he used in terms of if your goal is to... Um, oh, gosh, he had so many great ones. <laughs> Just pick one. Just I know one I'm trying. quick takeaway. I'm don't don't pressure me. You're making it harder. <laughs> um, if you if you're trying to th- like maybe not spend as much time on your phone, he was like, put it in another room. Okay. Like don't don't have it with you because he says you've you've developed enough of this idea that well I'm bored so I'll just look at my phone and you're not thinking about it. He was like just leave it in another room. That's not the connective tissue example, but it is a really simple one that I thought oh that's an e- that's easy quote unquote. But it, he said you just do those sort of things and you develop habits and then you take the next step if you're wanting to you know change some other aspect of what you're doing at home then you add to it and I liked that idea of not feeling like you've got to do the big thing first like I want to lose 20 pounds well that's a big goal how are you going to do it he talked a lot about that connective tissue of how to get there and that it may take you years but you got to start small and start these habits well I think some of that you know intellectually because you go back to the beginning of the year we released a thoughts home where we talked about some of that type of stuff but he made me feel empowered to do that because okay. he gave the example of a guy that was uh, his his goal or his intent was he was he wanted to be a gym person and so every day he went for one minute to the gym. He went in the gym, he did like one rep of something, and then he turned around and left. And he said he did that without fail for a few months. And then he's, you know, you're, you're kind of tricking yourself into thinking, I want to be a gym person. Well, I'm already here for a minute. I might as well do a little more. And you add to it. And there was something very liberating in my mind. I, don't, I can't imagine me going to a gym for one minute. But I get that because I get really caught up when, when I go get on the treadmill thinking, Thinking about, well, I've got to be on here for half an hour. And I think there's something valuable to say, I got on the treadmill. And when you kind of reframe some of those things, then yes, over time, you find that you want to spend more time on the treadmill or you want to do something more, add to it. I, it was kind of liberating for me to just look at it differently instead of like, well, I'm not on there enough. I guess I should quit. And yes, we've talked about that before, but there, I don't know. It was just really good. It was very inspiring for me. Okay. So, yeah. so what's new with you? What's new with me? I actually, uh, one of the things I had, we've already talked about, uh, which is one of the things that I guess made my week a little bit better. Okay. Even though it was just a good week. <laughs> uh, that I spent a substantial part of a day with Cooper. Yes. Uh, out doing things that we enjoyed doing and then doing things when we got back. Okay. That were related to the things we were out doing, which we're not going to tell you about. That just feels <laughs> wrong. <laughs> 
Well, we we were out picking up a birthday present. Okay, there you go. And then we had to assemble it so he could use it. Sometimes I we think you like so. to be uh, uh, cagey just to be cagey. Well, there are some <laughs> things that I don't that I I think the vagueness is fine because I don't necessarily want to share on here. <laughs> then why did you bring it up? Because that was one of the things where we started, oh. and you gave me the look. So we spent a chunk of our day at the Guitar Center. Not a sponsor. It's not as cool as the Fret Shop. Oh. Not a sponsor. Not even located near me. <laughs> so. But you spent the day with Coop. Yes, and that, that was that the important thing. definitely made for a great so, week. Yes. A good, a good day. Anyway. A good, good day. day. Uh, but really, I guess the, the thing that's new with me is I discovered a new podcast. Okay. That is right up my alley in some regards. Mm-hmm. It is called The Southern Fork. Okay. And it is about food. Are they a sponsor? And it's about the South. <laughs> the Southern Fork is not a sponsor. There you go. You say it about do anything. Po- <laughs> yeah. Do podcasts sponsor other podcasts? I don't know. Maybe they should. Maybe they should. Um, so this the host travels the Southern United States with a fork. I love is it. Is what it says there. And she chats with people that are in culinary stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say that because it's not all chefs. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that, but it could be farmers, pitmasters, fishermen, whatever. And, it, and it's just kind of a conversation. Cool. Sometimes she goes and actually eats at their places, and then uh, they do the, the podcast together. Uh, other times it's over something, their distance, what they do. I don't know mm-hmm. what she does it with. There was one that she did, like she was actually had gone down like the week before and ate at this person's restaurant. But they weren't there. Oh. And they knew that at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And so Jaden and the other was like, yeah, when I was going to come, you're out of town the next couple of weeks. But <laughs> it's the I've only listened to a handful of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty good. The first one I listened to was with a guy named Kerry Bringle. Okay. Who is out of Nashville. Um, he's only got one leg. Is that important? <laughs> it is important because his place is called Peg Leg Porker. Oh, my. Okay. And you've seen him on okay. TV. And we've listened to other podcasts yes. where he's on yes. uh, with that. We've never eaten at the Peg Leg Porker. I do want to try it at some point. Yeah. Uh, maybe a little bit of different style that we do. Um, also, the guy that owns... It's a family uh, restaurant, but one of our favorites in uh, Hilton Head. Mm-hmm. Um, Hudson's. Mm-hmm. That's the short name of it. It's got a longer name, but everybody just calls it Hudson's. Now, there are a lot of tourist people that go there, yeah. but there's also a lot of locals okay. uh, that go you know that's and good. Eat, there, eat there. So you may have to wait a while, but they've created a family atmosphere. And I'm not sure the decor there has changed since 1970. <laughs> and you could tell. Yes. Uh, but so that was an interesting one. I'm talking a little bit about the restaurant, where they get their shrimp, how they do some of that. And then the other one, I listened to a third one. I don't remember the guy's name. It's uh, Automatic Seafood, okay. which I think is in Birmingham, yeah. Birmingham, Alabama. Uh-huh. Uh, and it, it was interesting. It wasn't as interesting to me as the other two mm-hmm. because I'm very familiar with those places. But mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to, to diving in and listening to more of those. And there's like 200 and something episodes, oh which is great. Oh, my. Um, like getting close to the 300. There it goes. It just popped back up. So 270 episodes. So I've got 266 left <laughs> to listen to, which is important mm-hmm. because some of my favorite podcasts, I've listened to every episode they've had. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm frustrated that I go into work and they don't have a podcast for yeah. me to listen to. And it's well rated. Uh, 4.9 stars. Yes. <laughs> yes. Am it, I looking at that wrong? 
No, you're looking at it right. I didn't okay. know that's what you were looking at. Yeah, that's pretty about, remarkable. Would yeah. you recommend this to people? Uh, if you like food and southern things, <laughs> yes. Okay, so I it's a little it bit would. of a niche market. It probably is a little bit of a niche market okay. in that situation, but I like it. Now, the problem is in six months, I may be out of this. Oh. Because a couple of years ago, I discovered oh, the Maxwell true. Leadership Podcast, yeah. and I went back to the very beginning mm-hmm. and listened to all of them, <laughs> and then now they come out once a week. Yeah. And I get frustrated, like, well, I need more <laughs> with that. So I think most of the podcasts I listen to, I'm caught up on. Yeah. So it's at this situation where maybe I'm listening to some books and waiting for weeks of podcasts to build up so I can just listen to <laughs> I think that's what people do with us, too. Oh, you think? Our numbers are down a little bit. Okay. I'm not really concerned about that. That's good. Uh, but I do think that some people save it up so they know they have a trip coming. Yeah. And we do that with other things or some podcasts, too. But yeah, yeah the Southern Fork, I do recommend it okay. if you like Southern food things. <laughs> you know, it's pitmasters, restaurateurs, chefs, farmers. So I'm looking. Uh, I'm interested to see who who's all on that list. I know Chris Lilly's on there. Okay. Which we've uh, met. Yes, we have. <laughs> and I don't remember. I haven't seen anybody else who's on that list, but I'm looking for maybe some names I recognize. Maybe Frank Stitt's on there. That'd be a good one. Who's that? Uh, he's from Highlands. He's in Birmingham, oh, oh, too. Oh, okay. He's like a world-renowned chef. Yeah. Uh, actually, his uh, chief baker just retired. Oh, my. I forget her name, but she'd been there with him for like 40 years. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And she she had won a contest for like the best cake in the world or something a few years ago. Oh my goodness. Best cake in the world. I may be exaggerating, mm. but it was some kind of big award like that. Well, obviously I took you at your word because I'm immediately thinking, what would that be? Well, we listened to the podcast with her. Yeah, I do she think was I remember something. that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it. All right. So, well, I'm going to go because I got things to do. You do. And so do I. Okay. I, I think my things are more exciting than your things. Probably. I think I've got laundry to finish. <laughs> oh, I've got to go boil some seafood. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, birds and squirrels, <laughs> I'm kind of out of practice on my freestyle rhyming. <laughs> I used to throw down back in the day. Did you now? Yes. We would have rap battles in the dorm. <laughs> and I you was the undisputed champion. Yeah, I don't even know that rap existed when I was in college. It did. Did it? Yes. Yeah, because Run DMC, the Beastie yeah. Boys, and then rap metal took over. Was that during when we were in college? That was Probably. a little after we were in. I don't know. Maybe that was just right after. Okay, you're divergent. We can go look that up. some other time (laughs) so until next time I've been Billy and I've been Christy and you've been listening to the Front Porch Sessions Podcast see ya